welcome back here to Spiritual Sundays on the Everyday Ceremony. This is where my very good friend Ryan and I am going to be sharing about our spiritual journeys, our experiences throughout the week, our encounters, practices, tools, and just a little bit of wisdom for you to keep moving forward on your healing journey as well. Without further ado, let's dive right into it. Boom! <laughs> How are you? I'm so happy to see you, honestly. I really missed you the last week. Oh, yeah. You know what? I mean, I didn't remember. I missed you. I missed you last week, but I didn't remember anymore. <laughs> Everything. My life is just such a like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see that with all the videos that you're uploading that it's just like fuck this is a roller coaster times 10 it's incredible it's it's so uh I I honestly I I each time I talk with you each each week goes by I sometimes they're slower sometimes but it's like my mind just keeps getting blown and blown mm -hmm. and blown to the point now where I am so fucking grateful for what I've been able to experience mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful learning why I'm here and 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 for what I'm learning how to do and and man so grateful my I honestly man like I have I have you and I I mean I have you as my brother and I have these other these other few women and uh my goal now is to I, I want to kind of bring my divine masculine to, to the forefront a little bit. And I want to bring us together into a, into a larger zoom. Mm -hmm. And I really, I really want to start talking about this, this healing and education center. And I want, um, I want this to happen. I'm feeling not pressure from my guides, but they're, they're saying some movement needs to be done. And, and I feel like, how wherever this goes i have no expectations but i'm feeling like these people we need to come together and whether it's whatever involvement we have again i have no attach attachment to it but i know our voices and our uh, the way our the way where our souls are at this point in the journey mm -hmm. i really feel like we're leaders and even though we don't feel it maybe I feel like we truly are, we've come here to be leaders and to birth this new way of living. And, and I think that coming together, from my experience with the group meditation, I, whether we do that as well, like even a 10 minute one, just to start the session or end the session, mm -hmm. I feel like our minds coming together, like how powerful our sessions are, just me mm -hmm. and you and me and these women, they are so mind blowing and so expansive on such another level each time i finish i'm like oh, right like when ours ends it cuts us off after like three times of pushing through the hour and it's like and it's weird some of the people that i meet with the hour goes right through and it doesn't shut us off on zoom and really? it's weird yeah it's weird because i'm like i know it's supposed to end but it just keeps letting us talk and i'm like all right i'll keep going i don't know who's going to do this but yeah, they're so expansive, man. I'm so grateful. I can't say that enough. I, I just truly mm. wish I I know everybody will experience all of this sooner or later. And uh, I just feel like we're so lucky to be able to 
to be able to have this wisdom being remembered and to like mm-hmm. to start going to go through this now and like and to be able like my message the other day was to be able to to hold the hands of the ones that are coming that are going to go through this soon and to have the compassion we have and to have the patience we're learning how to have and and just like all of these things we've been learning is now come going to come together and we'll be able to put these tools for these people mm-hmm. right and and yeah, uh, I, it's so awesome. Yeah, it it truly is, and it's it's so funny that you mentioned that you have that feeling, like not as a pressure, but just that urge to finally do something and to bring that divine masculine in there with like the discipline and doing and creating and actually manifesting something into this reality. Because yesterday, yesterday. Or just the days before I also felt that I was like, Tim, you got to do something. You got to like, but from really from inside. But then, then the, the kind of little bit wobbly part starts because then it goes up into my mind and my mind is like, Tim, you got to do something. <laughs> and then I start getting back into these patterns of like reaching out to people and like trying to force things because I'm yeah. like, oh, I got to do something. I got to do something. But actually it is like, yeah feel that okay cool be with it sit with it how does it feel fucking exciting cool okay you're gonna know what to do but you don't need to rush back into these old patterns because i was doing the reach out and was i i was feeling anxious again of like are they going to write back i was like oh oh so it's it's so beautiful to hear that you're experiencing something similar and you're probably responding to it in a different way than I no, am. Dude. No, no? Not at all. The, crazy, the crazy thing is that you're saying that I did the exact same fucking thing. I, oh. I literally, I, I was like a, a couple of women the week before had said they wanted to book some sessions with me. And I was like, sweet. And then I went, and then uh, the week was going by and I was like feeling like I had to do something. And I was like, I know I, I told the women, I was like, I feel like this is what's got to happen now. And that was like me from the higher will saying it's time to move forward. But then the mind started going and I was like, okay, I, I got to reach out to those two women. Like, let's, let's book, let's book the session and let's get them all in line. And, and it was like, <laughs> dude, what are you doing right now? They'll come to you when they're ready, when it's all supposed to happen. Yeah. And, and I, the funny thing you say too, this, the girl, one of the girls, the girl that I had that ceremony with, she was Sabrina. We'll just call her Sabrina. Um, she said, she, she used a tool that's called, asking for divine interference mm-hmm. and you can ask your guys for divine interference and so what she did she wanted to book a week of clients get her whole week booked up and she said she asked for divine interference to help that happen boom full full book a week of, of clients she had except at the end of the week she felt so drained she felt overworked she felt so tired and she got a message from the guide saying uh, well, maybe she went to a session. Yeah, she went to a session with a woman, and the woman said, "Your guides are saying you're not supposed to do this. Like you're, you should maybe book one client for the week, and mm-hmm. and uh, maybe one a day." But she said, "We're working so hard at night in the astral, uh, in the astral realm, uh, transmuting the energy of the earth. We just don't know we're doing this." Mm-hmm. And, she, and she said, "So when you feel that you're tired during the day." And why you're eating, why you need to eat clean and light and why you need to rest. We need to take care of ourselves now. That's why everybody's feeling this kind of slow path, but we're also feeling this anxiety, like, okay, like 
let's get something going. But, but we have to kind of give that self-love we keep talking about and, and find that, you know, get rid of those, those anxious shakes and, and, and find the peace. So it was really interesting. She was doing the same thing, kind of doing and, and her letting her mind go. And, but the fact that she asked for divine interference and that her guides rose above what they knew she was supposed to do because she asked for the divine interference, they have to listen, but they showed her basically by the way she felt at the end that it just wasn't supposed to be, mm -hmm. right? She, she kind of realized, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm not supposed to be doing this. I don't feel good at all. Like, I feel tired. I feel this. And so it was an interesting tool. So I, I used it the other morning. I, I had been, I had been getting, again, diving in, looking, searching for information again, and then not really, not as much as I used to, but just like, just looking, I guess on Instagram a bit too much and, and, uh, and, and hearing some information that wasn't resonating with me and hearing this talk about Luciferian and this kind of stuff, bloodlines. And I was like, what the hell is all of this? It's like, there's so much information. So I walk in with my dog and I say, hey, I'm looking for divine interference on the wisdom I'm searching for. I want clarity. And literally that afternoon, I was put in touch with a, a video that, of a guy that hadn't posted in two years of some really, he had some really amazing stuff. And uh, I had tried to reach out to this guy a few times. He never reached back to me. And I was like, so strange. Anyways, I, I look at his website, found a book, clicked on the book intuitively. And I start reading the book and I was like, oh my, it literally in 55 pages answered that one. I think I sent you the book. It answered every single question I had been asking. Mm. And I was like, man, this tool is crazy. Like I didn't realize, I mean, I talked to them and I feel like sometimes I question if it's me or what's going on. Like there's always questions, but this was like, I asked for the interference. It sent me the information. I got it all. And then some. And then I reached, I even reached back out to the guy and told him what I'd been going through and, and what happened. And that I had this feeling like I'm supposed to, like he's supposed to be a mentor or, or join this brotherhood that he's, it's kind of like, you'll, you'll understand more and they talk in the book, but, mm -hmm. uh, um, and he reached back out this time and he goes, oh, now is the time. And I was like, oh, this is so crazy, man. Like my, my guides the week before said, it's time to find a mentor. You're not supposed to do this alone anymore. You need to kind of, you need to move this along. Mm -hmm. And, and then I found out that, um, I don't know if I sent you, I think I did. I sent you the, the one post about the lady that was talking about Kal-El, the Superman yeah. logo. Yes. Yes. So I didn't wrote, understand shit when you sent me that. It's all right, bro. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I sent it because you had talked about being uh, the blue being and, and she was talking about Sirius. Yeah. Uh, the planet where these blue beings are from. So most likely you have this connection, you'll remember at some point. And, <laughs> and she, so she, to me, it was a beautiful, I, I resonated with the story so much. So I don't know if you know Superman, Superman, his name is Kal-El. Mm -hmm. And this story is about a being named Kal-El. He's the king of Sirius at the time. He was supposed to be the king of Sirius. But however it worked, the story ended up being the queen ended up having to take her son and go to earth. And I was like, this is crazy. But I had made a comment on somebody's post and I saw, I read hers and I didn't know who it was, but she started talking about this crystal castle and yada, yada. And I felt implied. I wrote to her and I said, 
who's where's your where's your uh, your source on this I'd love to read more and she's like I am the source I'm just remembering everything now and I was like ah this is crazy you gotta send me this I want to I want to read more she goes oh, I'm just writing the book now I was like awesome mm. anyways I get this post like three four days later just randomly I find it and it was scrolling through uh, reels not even on the post just reels and I just find it and I was like oh this is so crazy ends up being the same girl Mm-hmm. and so I messaged her and we kind of chatted a little bit and I again this was jumping the gun on the looking for a mentor and I was like man I feel so connected to you for some reason and and maybe we're supposed to talk like I feel like I people that I've been connected to already have been real like star family for me are really like powerful and she's like okay I'm happy to help you and I told her the story about my twin my twin soul and she said, oh, that sounds crazy. Have you ever watched The Matrix, the new one? And I said, no, I haven't. She said, you should watch it. It's exactly what you're talking about. The same story where your twin hasn't awakened yet. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. I'll watch it. And she started telling me some special meditations to do. One's called a, a Merkaba meditation, which is like, you know, this the symbol of the Jewish star. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's an androgyny symbol. It's a symbol of the, 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 the female and masculine upside down it's mm-hmm. like a, a three-dimensional shape of it is the merkaba that's in everybody it activates our light bodies so what we'll do when we kind of ascend we'll use our light bodies and not these dense bodies um and so i, I kind of do that stuff and I, I watch the video and then she sends me another one it's called the last shaman it's a documentary on netflix mm-hmm. watch it. it's so good and uh so i watched that and then i'm feeling like she thinks I'm getting this impression that she, I guess my ego a little bit thinks that she thinks I'm kind of new to all of this. Like I haven't experienced anything yet. So I started explaining some stuff to her and explaining more. And then I was like, you know, the truth is I just feel like that story is connected to me more than you'll ever believe uh, about, about the Kal-El and even Superman. I said, since I was young, I had this weird, since I was really young, I had this weird connection to Superman. Mm-hmm. And I said, even my, when I first started going through the awakening, I had these videos, I think I mentioned this before, but I had these videos were coming to me and they were kind of relaying messages that was like for me. And one was a a commercial for this show. And it was about, it's called The Boys. And it's a superheroes TV show on Prime. Mm -hmm. And and stop me if I've said any of this before, but I, I'm, I'm, I, I start watching the first one because you know, the date on the show said October 8th and we were like beginning of September and I was like, oh, I guess I got to wait. And then my wife goes, no, 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 that shows oh, that's the second season. You've already had the first season. You can start it. So I start watching it. It's kind of violent and it really wasn't up my alley, to be honest, because I was just kind of getting into this switch with like not really absorbing all of that stuff at that time. And um, and all of a sudden I start watching. So I just said, you know what? I, I obviously have to watch this. So I'm watching them all the way through. The main character is, is called Homelander. And he's basically Superman, um, just like a modern version. And then, so I end up getting to this October 8th date. And the interesting thing was the second season had already started as well. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. But that episode in particular, I ended up watching because I had watched them all it ended up being October 8th that I actually watched that episode. And in the episode, it was about Superman finding his son, a little boy. Mm-hmm. And, and the little boy didn't know he had powers. 
Mm-hmm. And so this, the, the thing is, he pushes them off. They go up to the roof and he pushes them off the roof and the kid falls in his face. And it's like, they're kind of making a mockery of the thing, like kind of making jokes about it. But they said the kid's name was Ryan. And, and I was like, for me, the synchronicities were all like, I was like, my mind just exploded. I was like, how is this happening? Yeah. And all the messages that kept coming through most of the shows and that I were watching was about somebody finding their power somebody mm-hmm. stepping into their power and then this woman tells the same story basically with superman and i was like you know like it's strange but i i think i was that kid in some sort of connection way to you i don't know what it is but i i have this strong feeling and she goes you know i i will after she heard all my stuff she said i'm gonna i'm gonna look into this i i'm she's got a strong connection and she, like channel spirit and and she's like, I'm going to help you and we'll figure this out. And I think you're connected to this story as well. I don't know how, but I'm feeling it now that you are too. And I was like, oh, this is wild. And so as I'm kind of, I'm get, I get this book all at the same time, the one I gave you, and I'm getting these messages from her. And I, I, start, to, I start to have these, like kind of when we're talking, these like kind of downloads of these thoughts of like, like epiphany kind of moments. And mm-hmm it all starts making sense of the Sanat Kimura, who I'm always speaking about, uh, who is basically, um, you know, my understanding before was Lucifer and Anki and Zeus and all of these same divine characters. And learning in this book, I start to realize, oh man. So the book talks about the great goddess, the, mm-hmm. the goddess, Sof- goddess Sophia. And mm-hmm. in, in like Greek legend, they talk about Uranus, his sperm going into the ocean, creating the goddess. And what she's saying is that it's basically God's seed is what birthed um, Sophia. Mm-hmm. And Sophia had a son. And basically, he was created the same way, directly from God. And so they are basic, um, kind of, they're both androgynous, and they're both representations of each other. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the being's name is Sanat Kimura. Mm-hmm. And so he is, the, he is the most powerful, they say. He is the king of the world. And he is also known as twins, which is kind of, uh, trying, I'm trying to warp my mind around that. But he is also known as the father and the son. So he is the father of all, but he is also the son. Again, trying to warp my mind around it. Around it. When you read it, you'll, you'll kind of understand more. So the twins are called Sanat and Sananda. <laughs> and the, the crazy thing is, I mean, it's all crazy, but Sananda is basically Jesus at one point. Sananda took the form of Jesus. These two guys are, they're called Kumuras. And Kumuras are basically the... the you know, it's, it basically means love. They reside on Venus, which is the planet of love. You can activate their energy uh, at Mount Shasta in California, which is the heart chakra of the world. And there's people that have gone there just to experience this opening of their heart. And they have, have, they've had direct contact messages from, from the goddess. And this is how this book is created. Mm-hmm. The guy had these moments he went to Mount Shasta and had this opening and spoke to her. She spoke into him and gave, and this is some of the question and answers they go through. He had a few of these sessions. His wife had the same kind of experience. 
Um, and they said, you can even say like mantras, uh, Kumura, Kumura, Kumura. You can say the word Kumura over and over again, and it'll open your heart and you'll, you can connect with them. So you'll have these, this divine situation again. So the other interesting thing is they say that, so Sanat Kumura, that he has a high, he's the, the God of the blue ray, which is of the will. So when they have the seven rays of the colors of the rainbow, right? Mm-hmm. These energies of your chakras. And the higher will or the higher mind is, this, is the connection to God. It's that when we're choosing that connection with God, we're choosing with love, right? But then he's also the connection of the lower will. The lower will is that egoic mind. And that is how he is known as Lucifer. Mm. So he's known as Sanat Lucifer and Sanat Sananda the twins so the sanat version is the higher and the sanat lucifer is the lower mm-hmm. and so she starts to speak about why we why they they basically because they were in the, the matriarchy they call it when we when we had that form of living was in lumeria and sanat um and those palladians they came to live with us and that's why a lot of people the, the she they say in this book the oldest beings on earth are are the beings with fair skin blue eyes and and blonde hair and they that they seem nordic right and that's why the, the nazis kind of got wrapped up in the aryan race and mm-hmm. what they were looking for but um they say they don't really you know it's not distinctive like they're white people it's just when they came here that's what they 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 mixed with and helped in creating us mm-hmm. um but it was interesting that the, the switch that happened seemed to have happened in Atlantis, which is what we know when it switched to a patriarchy and, mm-hmm. and they, they, they demonized the mother, the goddess, and they demonized Lucifer. And she explains why. Um, so I guess the trident, it's like that the sphere of, of Poseidon or Sanakamura carries it and the devil carries one. Mm-hmm devil being Sanat, right? And yeah. the, the, the trident actually represents uh, so many things connected to the feminine and so many things connected to like the rays and things we just don't understand. Like we're, we're putting it as this evil thing. Um, and then you see the, she says that the, the God, ma, uh, mother goddess and Sanat were originally uh, created through cosmic fire. That's what they were noted as. So when, they, when Sanat came to earth, the earth was just created and it was just this ball of fire and he lived here he his energy was here so when we visualize the devil being in fire and flames it's just literally who he was this cosmic fire mm-hmm. but he wasn't in his lower will at that point so he wasn't lucifer it's just how the story got spun right to demonize it and she said that they're they're both known for their destructive power it's a very feminine energy it's a destructive power and, and it was demonized as well. But she says it's, it shouldn't have been demonized. It's a beautiful process because in nature, we need the destruction to create, like we need the burning of the, the trees to create the flowers, mm-hmm. right? So there's this, there's this beauty to it all. And then she said, once the patriarch took over, we, we started to have scriptures and we prayed every day and we, we had to read from them. And it was this very mathematical sequence. But before... We did more chanting, mantras, dance, um, sacrament, mush taking mushrooms. Mm-hmm. 
And so you plant medicine. So you're in, which was all demonized, right? Mm -hmm. The patriarchy demonized all of that. And so it's like kind of just this like door opening of, oh, I get it. Like, mm -hmm. I see what's, I see how that could take place. I see how we could, we could look at that. And then through my getting all the answers I was really needing. And as I keep reading, I'm like, just started reading before I was waiting for you. And I was like, I didn't want to put it down. I was like, oh my God, it's so crazy. But I, I started to realize, I was saying this last night to this girl, if you looked at me and judged me for my life before, I would be the Lucifer. I would be looked at, and, but you would never look at me now and judge me for my past. You would judge me for who I am now and who I've come to be, mm -hmm. right? This, this beautiful soul that I am. So why do we need to hold so tightly to this being that obviously went in his lower will and we called Lucifer, but we've like banished them and the mother goddess, they banished them to this place of forever evil, mm -hmm. right? When it's not forever evil, we, you make mistakes. We've had past lives. We've been murderers. We've been saints. We've been, we've been here to experience all these different things. And it just made so much more sense to me that we're all beings of God. We're all beings of love. And we all make mistakes on these journeys. We all make these, these errors in judgment, these egoics, you know, and it really made me kind of have a totally different view on good and bad and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and really make that strength, that strong point of this, this message that came through on my, on my meditation, on my, on my breathing session, which was like, the ego is just there as bumpers to kind of guide you all the way back. So you're feeling these good and bad energies, but they're just negative and positives kind of bumping mm -hmm. you all the way home. Right. Mm -hmm. Until you're like, Oh, 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 I get it now. Boom. We're home. Right. Like yeah. it was, uh, it was so expansive and, and feeling that, uh, feeling that energy. And, and then I had done a, a past life last week, I think, and they've all kind of come up at a time when they needed to. And I was this, the name said, uh, I don't know, I was, I, I didn't talk to you last week. So yeah, it, it, it had a, the dress I was wearing kind of like a, what felt like a Roman, you know, like a Roman warrior's kilt. Mm -hmm. But this wasn't a, in the, it wasn't those colors. It wasn't, I didn't see colors to be honest with you, but I, it was similar to like some sort of like warrior's kilt garment. And then the time frame it took me back to was like 1500 to 2000 kind of BC. And, and the name at the end, it said, uh, it's, it was like Amara Tuk, Amara Tuk, Amaruk, Amaruk. And I was like, huh, I didn't know what it was. I type it in, don't really get much back. And then I get Marduk. And literally like three days before my meditation, I'm talking with this guy and he says, we talk, go back and forth. And he says, do you know who Marduk is? And I was like, no, I never heard of him. And ended the conversation. And then I have this past life and I'm this guy. Mm. It, it, it basically, it said Marduk. And so I, I kind of went with Marduk a little bit like I felt, I don't know if I felt like my ego was being attached to it. Like, oh no, I'm this guy. Mm -hmm. And so I look into his past and he ended up being uh, in Sumerian legend. He was, and this is kind of wild too, but he was Enki's son. And Enki is Senakamura. 
and and uh, Marduk was the king of Babylon at one time, mm. which I don't know if we would have been kings pushing those stones or, or what we were doing in Babylon together, brother. But but I, I have no idea. But it was it was interesting hearing this, and then I kind of was like, maybe I'm I'm off. Maybe I'm just kind of like because I was hearing negative stuff about him, and uh, not about him per se, but about this whole like Sumerian legend and and just how they came about and. But that's what made, draw me, drew me back to these different paths, these different lives that this, this being could have lived. It didn't all have to be positive. He could have chosen his lower will in so many instances. Um, but then researching later, Amara Tuk was another way that Marduk was spelled. So I did know mm. that it was right. Mm -hmm. and, and I started to like really connect these dots. And through my, my breath work, I realized that I am that person. And when I reached out to that girl, the one that put from Sirius, she said the way I was positioning it and, my, and who I told her my son was, she asked me to give her pictures to see if she could find out who my son was spiritually. And because I had told her that he had the same birthday as Jesus, March 21st, his, the, the symbolism before he was born, we got that note on the car said the king was coming. And the next day he was born, we called him king and all of these weird synchronicities. And she said, I think you're royalty. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I'm grateful. And as I started to think about the, I told you about my family lines and, and the Knights Templars being my, on my Italian side, they protect this area in Italy. Um, and my family name is kind of all of the cemeteries there. And they, they when the Knights Templars, when the, the, the head the head Templar was killed by the King of France, they were known to protect the bloodline of Jesus. That was what their story is. But they dispersed and ended up in this area of Comacini. On the, and there's a little island there called Comacini Island. And this island, the uh, George Clooney, the famous actor from Ocean's Eleven, tried to buy the island the, the year before I went there. And he's mm. a famous he's a famous mason so i was like why is he trying to buy this island anyways the, the area where this island is on is called the bay of venus mm -hmm. and i was like why is this called the bay of venus what does venus have to do with it back then and now it's all start coming together sanat kimura is resides in venus and the, the person that founded this area was julius caesar mm -hmm. and julius, julius caesar is known for saying he was a descendant of venus so it it all starts intertwining back and back and back. And so I, I write that girl, the French one about, about the, the one we had the ceremony together. And she's, I said, uh, God, see, like the girl said that she thinks I'm, I have like this royal lineage. And my twin had told me once that God had spoken to her and said that she had this uh, connection to Jesus through his bloodline. And, and when I said, I think I do too, she said, yeah, he's saying you do too. And I just thought when I did the past life with Jesus and being his brother, I was like, okay, that's it, right? But now it's kind of being more expansive to the point where it has nothing to do with those bodies. It has to do with this being, this soul. Mm -hmm. And they say right now that all the masters have reincarnated on the earth at this time to come back for this mission, for this job, this, this, this very important timeline shift. And we talked about that other girl, the, the other girl I met, she's come back from the future. She did a future life. 
and where there was this giant crystal, a pink crystal in the city. And she knows that she's come back for something in this time. And we have some really special connection. And I was like, wouldn't it be crazy? Because I, I get a lot of kind of uh, deja vus. And I was like, wouldn't it be crazy if we've all come back to this timeline mm -hmm. to shift, to shift what's hap what had happened so that we can go to this ascension point? All sounds kind of... <laughs> really fucking mind-blowing but it's 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 making more sense to me now it's almost like the remembering is happening so powerfully to the point where i'm realizing you said this once too and a girl i met the other day just said it to me you said you know what does it all matter i could have been that person and we could all you know it's it's it, we're all going back as one and i was like you know that we're that's the it's we're missing something there the bigger picture is that we're all one energy. And I felt that the last three weeks doing those breathwork sessions. But in the, in the essence of here and now, we are all unique expressions mm -hmm. of God. And we all have a purpose in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And to, to think that we are all one is the end goal. But we are so far away from that end goal, because it's been happening for millions and millions and millions and millions of years to think that we're just going to ascend and all go back to God. It ain't happening. So it shows me that we really do have something unique about us that we need to express now. And we need to like be in the here and now we need to be grounded. We need to be in this experience, living, feeling great, but we need to remember our purpose and, and understand what that is. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't need to, some people show up just to, you know, just to be the beggar on the corner. Right. And that's his purpose for whatever reason. But some of us that have come back and that are, are that have been masters that are light workers that have been blue beings creating from their mind, from space, we, there's more, there's something so special that's happening right now. I don't know if you saw in the news the other day about um, the Georgia Guidestones. Did you see that? Mm -mm, not, not watching the news at all. No, so it's not, I'm not watching the news either, but this was, uh, somebody reposted it. Okay. And so the Georgia Guidestones are in, or I guess in Georgia. I, I thought they might be in uh, um, Colorado, but I think they're, they're in Georgia, obviously the Georgia Guidestones. But they, 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 were, they showed up one night Nobody knows how they got there. They're like huge, like Stonehenge and kind of in this Stonehenge type formation. And they have like, what is like the 10 commandments written on them about how the earth should, how we should be living as humans. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's so crazy, but everybody's always looked at it as kind of sadistic because they say that there should only be a hundred, a hundred million humans on earth. And there's a couple of, I don't know the whole thing, but there's a whole bunch of really like, that's, strange right it feels weird anyways last night or two nights two nights ago it exploded and somebody initially reported that it got blown up by a bomb mm. but then now it's resurfacing because it was on security footage you would have seen somebody put a bomb you would have seen somebody put something there's nothing there and you also don't see an explosion of a bomb you see what would be as lightning and mm. they show how lightning 
explodes on concrete and what it does. And it all, it matches so closely to what happened there. So the lightning comes and blows the fucking stone up. And then they just, they, the attractor had to come and take it all down the other yesterday. Mm-hmm. So again, like we can perceive all my jibber jabber as jibber jabber. Or you can see that there's truly fucking magic. And there's such a more divine source power that's mm-hmm. happening for something like that to happen. It's like a, it's like a movie. It's like a, like a, like that, like, when does that happen? Right. This like negative kind of whatever it is and, and lightning shoots from out of the sky and blows up these stones. And it's almost like the, the Berlin wall falling for our time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I was, I experienced the Berlin wall falling and I, I got to, but I got to kind of was well, too young, I guess, but I got to visualize what that must have felt like for people that have been living, you know, a long time in that type of zone. And this is like, it was like a symbol of, of how we're moving forward out of this patriarchy, out of this mm-hmm. control, out of this control, out of this, like just negative energy and, and moving towards this heart centered place of, 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 of fucking awesomeness mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i may have i may have talked all the other podcasts with mind-blowing crazy shit <laughs> all in five minutes <laughs> but but the thing is like all of what you have said like of course like there is a lot of like for me personally there's a lot of jibber jabber in there because there's a lot of just words and terminologies that i have no idea about sure but like the feeling and the essence, what I get from it is like, we're on the same level where it's like, of course we have all these stories and we have all these myths. And like, this is how we as human beings understand the truth or how we can get to understand the truth because that's just, we, that's why we have stories. We always had stories. We were always telling stories. This is how we, the Bible is full of stories. Every religious book, not saying that religions are good or bad or whatsoever, but it's based on stories. This is how we communicate. And this is how we get to know ourselves because in these stories, there might be things that resonate or don't resonate. And then we take this and we like feel into it. And that's then our reality. So you're just really into these stories (laughs) and that's, and you like it and this is how but this is how it's not that you hold on too tightly to these stories and you go out on the street and be like i'm jesus's brother like fuck y'all no no it's not like you get these stories and there might be a moment where your ego is like (laughs) but then there is a lot of integration happening where it's actually like okay what does this actually mean what is the essence of it like and now you said like it is actually not so much about the persons at all. It is about the essence where it's like this. I, I That's how I got it. Please correct me if I got it wrong. Like this Venus line where it's like, it's a, actually the line of love where it's like, you're here and your essence is just this loving being because that's the line where you came from or where you didn't come from or where you still exist in other timelines. Who the fuck knows? But it is about this essence and how you can bring that forth, I guess. I think it's, I think it's more, again, and I, I laughed kind of, you know, uh, a little crazy there just to be funny, but 
it, it's, it, I, I think I really, initially with the, the story of Jesus, there was ego, uh, not like a giant ego attached to it, but there was ego attachment to it. It was like, God, oh, this is kind of crazy. But literally over the last like month or so, it's more been kind of a proud feeling to try to explain to people to open their minds to see the possibilities of really what's happening. And, and I think what I'm attached to now, not even, I wouldn't even say attached, what I'm feeling now is it's not like this level of importance. I would say it's, it's like a, I don't want to, not proud, but um, like honored almost mm-hmm. to know that there's a responsibility of, 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 a, of a important role in what's taking place. Whether, oh, great, I, I'm this, this, you know, being from this time. And it just kind of is like opening my mind up to, you know, how long this has been going on for. And then all it does is show me, hey, dude, like you've been here a long time. You've been through all of these experiences for this time and you have a role here. Don't take it for granted. Don't be silly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, I guess the, the oneness is great. Like me doing that, the, the breathe breath work the other day, man, I felt it. And I, this is another one. This is, so I'm talking to this girl last night and I'm, we're having this amazing discussion and she goes, she's asking me about the experience because she did, she, she went and tried the same breathwork technique and she's like, I didn't feel that. I, she goes, maybe I started with expectations or something and she said, I felt the buzzing, but I didn't feel what you felt and what you're talking about. And I was like, I'm telling you, I can't explain to you exactly how it felt, but it was literally the most the most loving feeling that if, if I could stay there forever, I would have in that moment. And it didn't matter about my kids, my sons, my wife, my, any of my friends. It was just like, I'm good here. This mm-hmm. is it. I'm going back. I'm good. And she, and I guess as I was expressing it to her, I was feeling something and she, her face went in shock. And I was like, what? And she goes, Dude, you're never going to believe this. But as you were speaking, your whole face and body almost went in and out. And I was like, what? And this girl is like, straight as an arrow like you. Like, there's no, like, wow. Like, I'm not, I, if it was me talking to me, I'd go, okay, yeah, whatever. But, but, <laughs> but her face was literally in shock. And all that I could express was that if if you get to experience that oneness, which I feel like I was, I was able to taste them. It wasn't, but what I could imagine what these people that have vanished from earth, whether it be Jesus, the Mayans, any of these people that have, I think really understood the oneness or connected with it somehow. I think that that's what was happening. I think that there was a vibration that was happening in me that was feeling that true essence of love. What most people probably can't put their understanding to the word, but it was like this feeling. And she actually saw that happening in me, which is kind of, again, like another level. We talk about ascension. We talk about these things that possibly might happen, but like to really be in that feeling, that true feeling where I wasn't doing breath work, I wasn't doing anything, but I literally was sitting in that moment really even speaking out loud it didn't matter about anything else and it doesn't mm-hmm. just this whole place like that was the, the disconnect for that that second mm-hmm. and i think that's where 
we kind of need to get to. We need to get to that point where none of this matters. And we understand that, where it's really just about expressing that love. It doesn't, like the work, the money, the, the French, and all of this is like, just again, uh, stepping stones, energy to get us to that place. So on one hand, I, I don't want it to be in, uh, the message of attachment to these, to these past lives. I want the past lives to be a tool for people to experience what they've learned, what they've missed, um, you know, and that, you know, everybody has their path and road and everybody has their level of importance. And, and I wouldn't say that, oh, I'm this person, so I'm more important than you. We each have a, we each have a divine role, a divine aspect of God. And that's where we're all equal. That's why I think I had this discussion with this guy online. He was talking about black people being, we're from Nibiru. We're the gods. We have more melanin in us. And you wouldn't last year on earth when the, the second sun comes back. We say all this stuff. And I was like, just holding my patience and saying, bro, I, I love you. We're literally all the same. There is no better or less than there. Yes, you've experienced trauma. I'm, I feel great. I, I feel uh, you know so sorry you had to experience that. Mm -hmm. But I've also experienced trauma. I'm no greater or less than yours. And my ancestors have been having this for forever. Your people, he kept saying, your people have done this to us. I was like, I, I think you're missing the, the boat here. You're, you're holding this attachment to a skin or a race that doesn't mean anything. I, I've been a black medicine man. I've been a woman that gave birth. I've been rich and poor. I've done all of these lives and so have you. And so we need to, there's things we need to disconnect from. Mm -hmm things we need to also connect from to connect to mm -hmm. i think that's why we're here in this moment is to remember to remember our divine essence our divine role our job to bring us all home right now our job is talking to each other in a way that is allowing expansive ideas to happen mm -hmm. right that's all right now but do we have bigger ones yeah mm -hmm. and i think we're stepping into that right of course of course it's it's like the funny thing that i think or funny for me is like you mentioned these stepping stones and it was like ah it's just stepping stones but in this moment i was like no these are the stepping stones like let's enjoy these stepping stones like let's enjoy these conversations because of course we know and this is kind of where i think i get sometimes caught up is like i kind of know what's possible Like I had a couple of experience of experiences if it was like on and like, like with plant medicines or meditation retreats or whatsoever or breath work where it was like, oh, holy shit. Now I know what's possible. And I kind of want to get there as fast as possible because I want to get away from where I am right now. Nope. Nope. <laughs> because we can also get caught up in this oneness. Because if we like kind of throw ourselves into the oneness and be like oh we are all equal equal and we're all one and all doesn't matter it's easy to like put away the responsibility that we actually have as this unique being that you mentioned down here on earth mm -hmm. where it's like we go from in in my experience and in my opinion we go from like separate self to the realization of true self which is like oh we're actually all one But then the next step is we go into unique self. Because if we stay in true self, it's all just wobbly and it all actually doesn't fucking matter. And this is take like putting our responsibility 
away from and is like, oh, God's going to figure it out. It's like, yes, but you are God. So fucking figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I think thing- mm-hmm. you're right, man. I, I was just saying, like, I, I think you're, I think what it is, is it's a melding of all of these things where you have to hold on to that idea that we are one. That should be yeah. like a, a, a resonating inside of you, but not holding on to the point where that's all it is. Mm-hmm. You also need to have this understanding that you're, you're trying to figure out what you're here for and that divine purpose, getting away from that ego mind where we've been chasing around work and business and doing all this shit. But when you allow things to just happen and come to you, man, you came to my life. And mm. these conversations are just are, are happening naturally. Yeah. And, and they're so beautiful. And it's being grateful for these moments. And, and they're helping us remember. Yeah. Right. So it's that that whole experience is all together. And we can't just be one. We can't just be in the here and now and just like, okay, I'm just going to enjoy all this. And like, this place is beautiful. I'm so grateful. And okay. But you also have to be remembering to do your job. And, and yes, we all also have to remember that we're one so that we don't get ahead of ourselves. Like it's like amalgamating, amalgamating these, these things together <laughs> to, to, to kind of be that divine. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking hard at times. <laughs> oh yeah like just you mentioning this right now is like fuck this is like (laughs) okay i think first and foremost we make it more complex than it actually is with our mind because what what i feel deep within with whatever you were saying also about these past lives and like that we need this and all like i i agree like it is a freaking beautiful experience and like i took stuff out of there it's just that feeling of like oh, I'm actually not just who I am right now. There is like different shit happening out there. I was maybe even a woman before. And it's like, it's, it's fine that I feel that feminine energy just as a justification of like, for example, putting on a, tr- on a dress. It's like, yeah, I've been a wife before. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, I'm just now rocking a dress. If I would have not had this experience, my, my mind would have told me all the stories why I cannot wear a dress, for example. But where it's like, we, we tend to make things complicated. And I think that's why we are in the situation where we are right now. <laughs> and we, we also need to be here. So it's, it's all perfect, but it's just like realizing that the way we think and the way we operate brought us where we are right now. There are still, of course, strong parts of us that want to get out of the situation where we are right now with the same tool, like making it all like complex and we need to figure this out and that out and step in here and plan and this and that. At the end of the day, what I feel to be true is that by living your life and by going through the experience, and of course, while doing that, listening to yourself and paying attention, you maybe don't need to exactly know who you've been before or what kind of spirit you're carrying within. If you follow what truly excites you and what like lights you up and where it's like, fuck yeah, I'm all in. And I don't fucking care in that. And I'm in flow state and time doesn't exist when I'm doing this. For example, right now, recording these podcast episodes or doing whatever, or just going out in nature or whatever it is, spending time with my niece right now. It's like time is nothing. Like I'm sitting with her and playing with her and her mom comes in again and be like, Tim, she's off to sleep again. I was like, what? She just slept. And she was like, no, that was three hours ago. 
And I was like, oh, okay. Bye, Yesenia. See you in three hours. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's, it's just like that where I'm like, I think when we truly just surrender to what feels right for us, and I know this is a journey to get to, where it's like really knowing okay, this is really my intuition and this is not a protection mechanism and this is not a distraction mechanism and this is not a whatever it is, like peeling away these layers. But then it is kind of real easy because once we peel away these layers of actually complexity that we create for ourselves and that society created and that is not our fault because this is just how it's supposed to be. But this is the journey of like actually taking the complexity out of it a little bit and just really trusting and like going with the flow of things. And then, of course, if we have that feeling of it's time to make moves, then also being ready to take action, being ready to step into something, looking again within what is maybe still holding me back. Am I maybe still afraid a little bit of judgment? Or about like fucking it up, making a mistake. Is there still something? Let, let's have a look in there. But then balance, balance yes. Of balance course, of the two, balance. balance of, the two, of the two energies. We I think we've just been so lost for so long. And this is why it's it's a little I, I could see your mind when we when we were kind of putting those three things together. Your mind was like, How are my listeners gonna make this simple? How can I make this come across for them to be it can be it can be like this? And I was like, I don't think it's like that, man. I, I think that it's gonna be hard to make this one simple because you you like for you, for instance, or even for me, I you the even learning now that plant medicine is a a, a tool that the divine feminine uses to kind of to kind of experience this play to experience spirituality and and you know there's a big you can abuse that tool for sure but uh for more experience but you it's you kind of you don't need to go into past lives you could live this life out and you could be so good at feeling you know what you need to learn for sure i would love to meet that person and 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 i feel like I feel like you, it, I've never met that person. I feel like you, we're, we have these tools there to help us. And if it's just to experience something more than what's here, because we forgot everything when we came, right? And, and to remember, you need these situations of, of, of energy to kind of help jolt that memory, whether it be through conversation, whether it be through, I mean, it doesn't always happen through conversation. Sometimes we get these epiphanies or downloads, but when you're meditating, you'll get that download. Meditation is just another tool, like a plant medicine or like the breath work or like like the past life, right? Yeah. So I I think that I think that it's it's not about needing to do them, but I feel like you're called to do those too. I feel like your intuition let my intuition. To each past life that I did, it wasn't like I was looking to do it, but my higher self led me to do it because I needed to, I needed to experience that to remember. Mm -hmm. And if I, all of, I, I'm really looking at all of this, like I'm not doing anything. I really feel like this higher self is coming through on so many instances. We don't even believe it. The God itself, we don't understand that power literally as all aspects of God. If mm -hmm. we're working in our higher will and I give you advice it's God giving God advice because he knows you need to hear that advice. 
And he knows it might trigger this. That energy is an advice. It's energy. And it's going to make you feel away. And so he's got this all played out. It's all figured. It's all kind of, it's this magical experience that we just have no idea what it's about. And we're in this time where we've never in, in thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years as a human species, never been able to experience this transition, this like awakening, this knowing, this like, wow, this place isn't like this. We actually are something different. Mm. This place is, there is a, a God in it. Like, <laughs> I, I just think we're in such a special time. There's no real simplification for it. It's a, it's a mind fuck. It really is. And I think, in, I'm telling you, dude, in like two months, there, it's going to be me, you, and a mm. shitload of other people that have been doing the work so far. And we're going to have to help so many people understand what the fuck is going on. <laughs> might be. Might be. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to bet you $3, a $5 bill, a Canadian, $5 Canadian bill. In one year, if this hasn't happened, I'm going to come see you and give you that $5. You, you just come and see me. That's enough. <laughs> Whatever. You know, I'm flying you out here. We're building a school. We're building a healing center. Don't Woo! worry. <laughs> One thing that I just quickly wanted to tell you is like the moment you said we're down here, like God basically giving God advice in that moment, like from that moment, I still listened to you, but I didn't really get what you were saying. Um, because in that moment, it kind of felt that like my heart was expanding and I was getting tears into my eyes and I was just looking at you and I was just I feel like for the first time, I just really saw you in your beauty of being exactly the person that you are. Beautiful. With exactly like all your craziness and all your mind blowingness and everything around it. And I was just like, oh my God, Ryan is so fucking beautiful. And I love it so much. <laughs> and I still heard like all the stuff that you said, but I was like, whatever he's just being himself like let him let him be himself let him make things mind-blowing and complex let him do it his journey is like yes it's it's nice <laughs> thank you for that i think that's the key to everything right now bro i think we have to like jesus would see in the beggar or the bag or, or the drug addict he just saw into their eyes mm. and it's like none of it made And it's like, when I, it's the same. I look at you, I look, I'm, I'm really looking at so many people now since I had that breathwork session. And it's like, I'm really knowing we literally are just aspects of each other, mm. helping each other. So like, however you want, however you're performing, whatever your energy is doing, fuck, I, it's good for me. I know what you're doing mm. is helping me, is helping me get there. I know mm. you're doing your job. And, and that's this like really comforting place. And, 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 you know, I think it's our egos that, that struggle with what the other person suggests. Right. And mm -hmm. like we go back and forth. And if there's a bit of struggle, like with you saying stuff and I, and my mind kind of struggles with it. Well, I gotta, I, why am I struggling with what he's saying? Who cares what he's saying. He's saying something that maybe I need to hear. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and if I don't agree with it and it's coming because I think that he could expand more and that's my higher will thinking, well, then help him expand. 
because now you're having a conversation with each other. But when you're when you're kind of slightly triggered or whatever it is, triggered is like a harsh word. But when you're slightly kind of like, well, like I don't, I don't, you know, like that's what you have to. Why am I? Why am I questioning that? Why do I? Why am I fighting what he's saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think an important thing is when exactly in these moments when we get kind of like agitated or we don't fully agree with somebody it's like agitated is a strong word but it's like when we kind of get a little bit like ah, like a little hit where it's yeah. like ah no not really um we tend to close off like we tend yeah. to like put our armor back on and like close the heart and then it's like we're missing the point because Actually, you're sitting there with an open heart is the most you can do for me. And so just me talking, letting you talk my stuff and I'm letting you talk your stuff. And maybe we end up on the same vocabulary at some point, maybe not. But just sitting here and being like, I just appreciate the presence of you. And who am I to judge what you get, like what excites you? If all these stories excite you, please go dive into that if you go into that and you come out with an open heart and feel like you have like more love for the world and more love for yourself fucking please do more of that yes and so so this is i feel like the i don't know i cannot my hand wants to do something my mouth wants to do something (laughs) but nothing comes out um it's just i don't know It's kind of it's hard to what, express. It's it's what it's about. And it's it's even now me saying that I was like, oh that that's surprising that that came through, Tim. Where was that hiding? So but yeah, it's it's so simple at the end because we don't need to change anything, we don't need to change anyone. It's it's literally about accepting. Look at our conversations each week, each week. It generally has me talking craziness. It usually has you simplifying everything. And at the end, we generally meet at the exact same place of fucking loving each other. Yes. Right? Like it never changes. It's literally the same shit every week. <laughs> Crazy talk. You're simplifying. We both love each other. And the message comes through at the end perfectly. Like it's, It, it, this is the this is this is the true way of being with each other mm. and i think this is what people need to experience they need to experience the beauty of whatever that person's bringing forward and maybe if i don't get closed off i'll hear something that i need to hear mm. and, and maybe i don't feel it right now maybe i don't agree with it maybe it's it's inside me and my energy just needs that energy and maybe it it brings out something in me that i need to give to you right like There's so many aspects to what we could be doing. We're just calling them words or knowledge or wisdom. It's just energy exchanging. Mm-hmm. And what does my energy do into you that, you know, and it just is like play back and forth of the same being back and forth, it's the same energy. It's all just like dancing to, to each other. And at the end, if we fall in love, well, that's what we were supposed to do. <laughs> right? Like we're supposed to feel that with each other. And yeah. that's the simplification of it all. <sighs> There's just one other one other thought that like crossed my mind right now, which is which I kind of quickly want to touch on, and I would love to hear your perspective on it. Um, 
my mind just now said, or like my brain just now said, is like, yeah, 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 that's all good and beautiful and whatsoever. But like Ryan and you, like you just like each other and you like have like kind of the same, same opinion, the same view. And that's why it's working. But then of course, like the thought came in and I was like, hold on, no, this is what, of course it's easier like that. It is kind of, easier to hold space if there is somebody who has where you know kind of on the same plane but actually we are all on the same plane we just formulated in different ways like we could not possibly be on different planes because we're all on this planet and we're all as you said god experiencing it him himself herself loving himself herself itself giving him no itself herself fuck it energy attracts. <laughs> energy energy attracts. yes and when you when you look at my life before and who i was who i was around and what i was attracting into my life the people it was so negative and the people and like it's just this just like a and we were just whoop, and the conversations were different and it was just like just a different energy and now I think that I'm attracting everybody that I've been attracting now, whether it be soul family, whatever you want to call it. Mm. It's it to me, it's we've all done a lot of work on ourselves. We've all done a lot of you know, healing. We've all kind of expanded. We've allowed, we've surrendered. We've so many things where, and I believe that as we, as that energy came together, right. I, I don't think when you first started and I first started, I don't think our our perspectives on on things were were very similar. I think that our energy, our essence, was at a point where it's very similar. Mm. I think we had possibilities of 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 being very close, but I think over our time and all our conversations, we just keep getting closer as we surrender to these ideas. And when mm. we and the, and the root of every single conversation is love, at the or our heart. It all come. So many conversations came back to opening our heart, leading with our heart. Mm-hmm. How do we love more? How do we love ourselves? How do we, so that's the main theory is, is that, and that's what God is, is love. That's the energy I felt lying on the couch. God, love, interchangeable, didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's just, this was what we're trying to experience. We're trying to feel that essence and pass that on to others. And we will just, we will literally attract more of that. I just feel like right now in this world, we've been through so much trauma. There isn't, there isn't enough people that have, been doing the work there's a lot of people starting to and so the energies that are attracting we're not really attracting all of these people yet and i think when this shift starts to really take place the energies we will that's why they say it'll it'll be like a new golden age where we will live more in unification where we live and that's because that energy will be the energy the driving force that will we'll all really have that heart-centered movement forward that more of a balance in our energies and and so i think that's the key to all this is is you know how how not only how balanced we are so we do the work that projection outward and it helps change the collective but then as the collective starts to grow and shift they also have to do the work and we will all attract each other and i bet you we meet tons of people like ourselves and and that energy just grows Mm. but but right now, I don't see everybody as the same. 
I said, and we need that. We need we need negative and positive, yeah. and there's negative and positive within us too. Yeah. But when those become more balanced, we don't get that abrasiveness, drug dealer shooting people. You yeah. know that real. Yeah. We'll get negative and balanced, negative and positive, but it'll be heart led environment. Yeah. And I think it's it's super important to point out here because <clears throat> because you said like yeah like like we've been doing the work and whatsoever. But that doesn't mean that we are any better than any other person on this planet. This has nothing to do with like value of one. It's just we get an opportunity to actually be there to hold space for others. Because at some point we got to experience that somebody else was maybe holding space for us through a healing session, through seeing us, through listening to us. And thus allowing us to see ourselves in a different way, in a more beautiful way, in a more accepting and loving way. And that is actually, for me at least, every time I see myself and accept myself how I am right now, I feel like I do -do -do -do, level up. And this is how it all started. And it's just coming to me right. This started, for example, for me with my parents, seeing me and honoring like my... <laughs> honoring my confusion after I came out of school where I had no idea what to do. And my dad, I, I told you, my dad kept asking me like, what do you want? What do you really want to do? Like, what does really feel right to you? Why are you not doing that? And he kept asking me that for years and until I was like, okay, fucking let's do it. And at this point I was like, oh my God, he was honoring me so much. He was like really honoring what I felt and what I, despite everything else, what would have made sense. And I think now it's just that we, for example, get that opportunity. And I can, of course, only speak from my um, experience, but I know that you're also in an environment where you get challenged a lot of like holding that space. I'm here right now with the family of my, of my wife in Russia. And it's like, it's a cultural clash. It's like, holy crap. But it is so many moments where I could get really agitated because things don't work out. And it right now, like the why uh, the internet is blocked and like the SIM card that I bought is basically not working at all because like I cannot use WhatsApp or Telegram or Instagram or any of that shit because it's all blocked. And then my wife is like, oh, I hate this country. Like it's so, so much injustice in here. And of course I could jump on that train and fire that up as well but yesterday evening i was just laughing i was giggling around and i was first like this is so fucking crazy but from a place of like it could not be any different so let's just fucking accept it and then there is like incredible like um now apartment prices in st petersburg because airbnb is not working booking.com is not working And I, I was fucking getting frustrated. I was like, you go to St. Petersburg alone, stay with your friends, like do whatever the fuck you want. I don't want to pay that much money for a shitty apartment in, in St. Petersburg. I, I don't want to pay the amount of money for a week of staying there that we previously paid for two months staying in Georgia whatsoever and was really getting agitated. But at the end of the day, I was just like, okay, Tim, what do you really want to do? I want to go to St. Petersburg with my wife because I know that it's really important for her to go back there where she lived for 10 years, visit her friends, 
show me the city that she loves so much within that country that she hates. <laughs> like just to, to really have that like positive point. Like this is what really is important for me actually going there with her. Okay, fuck it. Like whatever the price is, will, will I find exactly the apartment that we need to find? And it's like in this moment where I accepted like all my craziness around it and all the craziness around, it was just like, okay, it's going to be fine. And it's, it's, it's weird because it's every time, actually, it's not weird. It's obvious. It's simple <laughs> because every time it's the same process. It's like the moment we accept and the moment we honor what we really feel to be true right now. And it might not be the universal truth. Probably not. It's our learning process. But the moment we can honor and we can surrender to that and accept ourselves in that, it's just like, oh. what if What if you look at it this way? So I'm starting to see everything as lessons, everything. And not necessarily like, oh, this is a test. It's like, oh, a test from the universe. No, well, as we say, I'm, I'm an essence of God, you're an essence of God, and our conversations are just, he knows what he needs, and, and that this is how it's, it's this big game. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm seeing, like, even as I'm being able to look back and paint things together, I can see conversations I've had with certain people, where in the beginning, I was being triggered by having to keep my calm and, and going back and forth with someone that maybe didn't agree with me. And then I, I see the same conversations taking place to the point now where oh, I'm so much better at this. I'm mm-hmm. meeting these people. I'm meeting these people at their level. I'm not making them feel bad. They're being triggered. That has nothing to do with me. I'm holding my light, holding my space. And I see this all as, you know, whether all these healing aspects, what we, the tools we've used to get to this point, like I said, are all need, are going to be needed. We're going to need to meet so many different people at so many different levels. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to be able to hold our light, hold our calm, hold our peace in all of the craziness that's coming. And, and if you're in these moments where you're noticing your, all of that stuff being not being used, you're like, what the fuck? It's like, it's kind of, you kind of giggle to yourself. It's kind of funny. You're like, okay, I get it. I'm not supposed to use this stuff right now. I'll do this. And this will be, I'm still going to enjoy myself. You're not going to get me with this. I'm not going to allow myself to react to something that I need. I need my Wi-Fi. It's like, no, I'm not supposed to get my Wi-Fi because I'm God and it's God. And it's saying that I'm not supposed to. Right. And I mean, it sounds crazy, but you kind of, when you simplify it like that, you're just like, you start to see the lessons you start yeah. to see like with your, with your, your sister's um, brother, the, the, you, like we talked about it and you could see this little bit of a lesson of this holding space, what he needed. You felt the moment and like, the growth that came from that and and like i maybe four years ago wouldn't have reacted like that but now through all of our conversations through all of our experiences now we're able to do it something a little bit different we've had so much growth mm-hmm. it's like a fast track there's no way that a, a lot of people don't don't grow this quickly like since from the minute i met you to this now i see so much growth for i know in myself is the same thing and, and, and I know that we're doing this work that we call it, but I feel like we're also being led to all of these instances that are allowing us to grow, allowing us to expand this higher self, this higher energy. And that breath work I did, I asked myself, is this my higher self? Yes. Are you different than me? No, we're the same energy. Are you my mother? Yes. And your father and the son. Mm-hmm. So you're, we're all just 
different awareness. We all just have different levels of awareness, but we're the same God, we're the same energy. So we just have to, we just have to find a way where we're moving forward with this remembering. We're doing this job, this work, we're listening to our feeling. Oh, I feel like I need to click on this now, or I need to speak to my, I need to go with my wife to St. Petersburg. I just feel like that's my intuition leading me this way. Who knows what that all meant and what that entailed and what that put into your mind. And, and I just, I feel my intuition is so strong that it's leading us to this place. So we're able to hold our light in any situation. So we're able to know how to simplify. I think you're so, I've noticed how you're always so focused, not in a bad way, but really focused on, on how to simplify this so that others can grasp this, how others can move forward in this, how others can do this process and how it can be enunciated or projected properly so that others get it. Mm-hmm. It's not, and you're so unselfish with that. And I'm, it's true though, man. Like I, I just, yeah, bah, 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 bah. we have these tools and let's try this tool, let's try this tool. You're like, how do we make this easier for people to grab? And that's your uniqueness. And so when this happens, you're going to be so per, like perfected at this mm. and still learning, but mm. perfected at this, at this skill of, of, of not only being this beautiful, loving being, but of how to simplify it for people mm. so that they grasp it and, and have you and have the most compassion by doing that. Right. I, I, I think that's, uh, I think that's the, that's the, that's the beauty of you. Right. Thank and you. that's where your, your skill lies. I, I just want to say one more th- quick thing. I don't know how much time we have. We have three minutes, but we can start another one. I just okay. wanted to tell you that I re- feel really seen right now when oh, you said awesome. that. It's, it's awesome. really resonates. It's very beautiful how you said that. Thank I'm you. Um, so these, these words came the other day. I was watching something and it said gratitude, uh, humility forgiveness, compassion, love, generosity, and awareness. And it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So seven is a very divine number as well, which is amazing. But those words are literally, when you want to simplify life and you want to simplify how to move forward living, Hmm. if you practice those seven things, that that is the key having gratitude daily, having humility, having forgiveness as the best tool that I've ever known, mm-hmm. having compassion for others when they're speaking or when they're doing, being who they are, always having love, being generous with, your, with, your, with who you are and what you have and, and being able to share that and creating more and more awareness mm-hmm. how we expand, mm-hmm. right? Like, that is the most simple. I can't, I can't take one word out because they're so powerful, each one of them. And I can't put another word in because they're just going to repeat those seven words. Right. It just, it really is like, if you could, if you could write those down, forget the books, forget all the wisdom, forget all the knowledge, forget all what I could teach and what, man, if you just write those seven words down on a page, and you figure out how to do that in, in one day, every day, how good would your life be? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't not do, I can't not have an amazing day every day by being generous, by being aware, by being forgiving, compassion, humility, loving, gratitude. 
it's it, it was just uh i thought it would resonate with you because you are you want to break everything into yes, this yes. and for me like it doesn't get any simpler than that and that's beautiful it's super beautiful how you broke that down and i'm very proud of you <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you'll figure out how to do it even better but <laughs> nope nope not not my job that's yours go ahead that's your side of it uh no that's a very very beautiful way to end that and as always if there were some parts in this podcast that resonated with you that touched you that reached your heart then feel free to share it with others it's not just our message that we want to get out here it's your message as well when it resonates with you and yeah i would deeply deeply appreciate you sharing that with your community with the people around you to just keep expanding our awareness keep coming back to our hearts and keep loving one another more and more so thank you so much for showing up thank you so much for sharing and looking forward to welcome you back on here very soon bye